Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Our Bible is Nehemiah tonight. Nehemiah chapter number two, Nehemiah chapter number two, and I want to read one verse, and uh, we're going to get to chapter three at some point in time, but there's a verse in chapter two that's just really been ringing out in my mind and in my heart um, over the past several days, and I I want to give it to you tonight. I've used it before. I've not necessarily used these points before, but we've made mention of this verse before, and um, uh, matter of fact, I'll read a couple verses to you. We'll read verse 17, verse 18. Look what the Bible said in verse 17 of Nehemiah chapter number 2. Then said I unto them, you see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more a reproach. Nehemiah tells him in verse number 17, he says, Hey, look, you see the condition of our country. You see the condition of the walls being broken down. Uh, The gates are burned with fire. In other words, uh, he's saying, boy, it's a desolate situation. And uh, I want to say this to us tonight, uh, and and I'm not going to spend much time right here, but that's really where our country's at tonight. I'm telling you, man, America's uh, in bad shape. I will say this, thank God... uh, Uh, for a group in North Carolina that stood for what was right uh, and overturned the governor's veto the other day. And and, uh, if you didn't know nothing about that, the the governor tried to keep abortion like it was, uh, and the House overturned that. It does matter who you vote for, by the way, and I'm just going to keep moving. I'm not going to get off on politics, but it does matter who you vote for. And, um, uh, boy, I'm thankful for that group that done that. Amen. but we see that, and 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 and, and Nehemiah is saying, "Look, there's a great work that's got to be done. If we're going to build the walls back, if we're going to build these gates back, of course, all of them. But the water gate was destroyed. It's a great work." And then he says this in verse number eighteen. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me. And can I just time out right there and say this? He really is good. Can I say that again? He really is good tonight. He said, I told him of the hand of my God, which was good upon me. And, uh, man, this week I've just been been rejoicing in the goodness of God. And uh, Monday, and I'll say more about this as I'm preaching tonight, but Monday uh, I just began working around here trying to get caught up where we was gone for a week. And, uh, boy, I just got to thinking about the goodness of God. Matter of fact, I turned uh, turned my phone on Hiles Anderson Bible College on uh, iTunes and was listening to them sing and, Uh, Man, I'm telling you, the Lord really is good to us tonight. Every one of us sitting here don't deserve to be here. We don't deserve to be saved. We don't deserve to be on our way to heaven. We don't deserve the clothes on our back. We don't deserve the homes that we live in. But for the grace of an almighty God. You know what? If it wasn't for the goodness of God, they would have been preaching to us today in the jail. They would have been preaching to us last night in the jail. Uh, We'd be in the crazy house somewhere tonight. 
tonight, but the hand of God has been good upon us. Amen. He goes on to say this. He said, Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's word that he had spoken unto me. So here's what he does. He reflects back at the goodness of God and he reflects back at what the king had done. The king, you know this whenever you study it out, the king had gave him everything that he needed uh, to build the walls back. He'd give him a letter to the man that was over the forest there so they could cut the trees that they needed to do. And he's saying, hey, God's being good to me is what he's saying. Now look what he says. And they said, let us rise up and build. No, I, as far as I know, we ain't going into another building program right now, okay? We still got some remodels that we're working on, uh, and we're fixing to get real serious about them over the next few weeks. But he said, let us, they said, let us rise up and build. You see, Nehemiah relayed his burden to them to the point where they said, Nehemiah didn't say, let us rise up and build. He said, they said. When he began to brag on God and tell them what God had done, they said, hey, preacher, let's build something, man. Amen. Here's what he says. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. Now, many of you know that's the verse. As a matter of fact, both times that we've built here at the church, that verse number 18 is what God has given me to build with. The first part was let us rise up and build in 17. And the second part last year when we built again was so they strengthened their hands for this good work. I, and here's my thought tonight. How do we strengthen our hands for this good work? How do we strengthen our hands for this good work? The truth of the matter is this. We get tired every once in a while. Well, I've got two that will agree with me tonight. We get tired every once in a while. Now, I understand sometimes that we just have to slow down a little bit. And um, uh, Brother Stan um, come heard me preach last night, and he was picking on me, and he said, well, he said, I come over here to make sure you still knew how to preach, preacher. He said, it's been a while since I heard you. And uh, I, I laughed a little bit with him, but the truth of the matter is this. Every once in a while, we just got to slow down a little bit. And I, I'm just being as honest and as real as I could be with you I was at a point of being burnt out and that's the reason I allowed somebody to preach and encourage my heart for a little bit of time over the past few weeks and it was men that I knew would help us together and boy did they not Sunday morning and Sunday night my soul if you wasn't here you can listen to the podcast and you can watch it but you will not get the heart of brother David if you was not sitting here in that service my my soul. But the truth of the matter, we get tired every once in a while. So how do we strengthen our hands? Brother Mark and I was talking this week about um, uh, the remodels that we're going to be doing and how we've already really started into some of that this week. And uh, uh, he told me, he said, man, he said, preacher, I'm just going to be honest. The last month or so of that building, he said, I just give out. He said, my mind was just overwhelmed with it. And uh, I said, well, that's the reason we took a little break from it. But Brother Mark, he said, I know, we're fixing to start again. Um, we get tired. So how do we strengthen ourselves? God's put us in a good work. 
Amen. The work of God is the greatest work that can be. It's the greatest joy in the world to serve Jesus. But we do get tired. So how do we strengthen ourselves? This very simple and topical, but watch this. Number one, we have to strengthen ourselves by forgetting. You say, well, preacher, what in the world do you mean by that? By forgetting. Forgetting what? Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind me. Philippians 3 said, forgetting those things which are behind me. You know what I found sometimes? Now, stay with me tonight for a minute. Sometimes when we're in the midst of this good work, things happen. Things happen. You know what I'm going to do here in just a couple weeks? I'm going to stand before a bunch of workers that's going to be working together for four long, agonizing days in camp. And it's long. I'm telling you, you say, well, it can't be over 24 hours a day. There's 48 hours in one day in camp. You that's worked in camp understands what I'm saying about that. And here's what I'll say to them. Listen, there's going to be time, especially when we get to about Wednesday or Thursday, um, there's going to be times that you're tired and you give out. You're stressed to the gill. Uh, Miss Regina, I was telling her about how many people we had to feed, and she oversees the kitchen during that week, and uh, she said, well, preacher, that's more than there was last year, and uh, um, there's times, Miss Virginia, when you're tired, aren't you, and you give out, and every once in a while, you'll say something, you'll act a certain way, now, somebody help me tonight, why, because you're in the midst of a good work, and you're just overwhelmed with what's going on. And when somebody says something, automatically our shield goes up. Well, I can't believe they said that to me. I can't believe that they acted that way to me. And what we've got to remember every once in a while, now stay with me, we're all human. Every one of us, every one of us is human. Let me tell you the difference in you and me tonight. Here's the difference in you and me tonight. God's called me to preach and place me here as the pastor. That's the only difference. I'm human just like you are. My wife's human just like you are. My kids are human just like your kids are. And you know what? There's going to be times that we say things, and here's the way that we strengthen our... We just forget about it. We just forget about it. I, I, was, um, I, I was working in the church on um, um, Monday, and uh, I was patching some holes in one of the rooms and um, I was fixing to paint in there and ended up painting in there. And I, I was working in there. Man, I had that music playing. And uh, before anybody says anything, I know that we've got a painter coming to do part of it, but I, I, you know me, sometimes things just need to get done, so let's just do it. And I was in there, and uh, I was going, matter of fact, Brother Rodney called me. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm painting. He said, why in the world are you painting? He said, preacher, we got somebody hired to paint everything. And I said, well, I just wanted to paint. And you let me tell you something, it helped me. It helped me. You said, well, why did it help you? Because I got in there and I just got to listen to that music. And you know what? My mind began to run back, and I'm not, because of live feed and different things, I'm not going to go into all of it. But, man, I'm going to tell you, the past five or six months, there's been some people attack me and attack my family and, and not here in our church. I mean, from I'm talking about people I thought was my friends. 
And uh, I've just been plumb mad about it, be honest with you, if I used to want me to be real. I, I've, been, I've been plumb mad about it. And, and I, I was in there painting, and as I was painting in there, I was thinking about this right here, brother Air. Boy, God sure has been good. God sure has been good to me. I, I, you know, I've got the health to be able to come up here and do this. And before I started pastoring the church, God let me work in construction and learn how to do some of these things. And yeah, I can pick up a phone and call the painter and tell him to come down here. But Lord, I sure appreciate you giving me the knowledge and the ability and the strength to be able to do this. God, I'm sorry I've been a little bit disgruntled. God, I'm sorry I've been having a little bit of a pity party. Anybody here in the preacher? God, I'm sorry that I allowed my feelings to get up on my shoulder. God, thank you that you're letting me serve you. God, help me just forget all of that. God, help me forget those preachers that said this and said that. God, help me to forget those people that said this and said that. Lord, this is a good work, and God, strengthen my hands. Well, I'm doing it, the way we strengthen our hands, we just got to forget some things. We just got to let some things go. Uh, maybe, we need to, <laughs> maybe we need to go watch uh, Elsa and Anna sing Let It Go. <laughs> if you've got little girls, you understand what I'm saying right there. But sometimes we just got to forget some things. You know, that's hard for us to do, though. Let me back up and rephrase. That's hard for me to do sometimes. Well, I was in there painting, and I thought, Brother Ramsey, you know what? There's a lot of preachers. They ain't never painted a room from growth. There's a lot, hey, there's a lot of preachers. They're closing up rooms, Brother Matt. They're closing up rooms. They've not had Sunday school in some of those classrooms in 20, 30 years. But here God's been good to us. We've built a new sanctuary. We're adding more Sunday school space. We've added another office. Boy, the Lord sure is good. God just help me to forget and keep working. Number one, we do it by forgetting. Number two, how do we strengthen our hands? Watch this. Are you with me? By forgiving. Forgiving. You say, preacher, they never asked me to forgive them. They never said, I'm sorry. Well, I, they never asked me to forgive them either, and they never said they were sorry to me, but you know what I just decided to do? I decided that I was not going to allow somebody else to control my happiness. Forgiving, man. Forgiving. You know what? That don't mean that that don't mean all the time that you got to be their best buddy, brother Josh. But the Bible is plain to us tonight that it, it, that if we follow after Him and we do as He instructs us to do, you know what we'll do? We'll forgive tonight. It will strengthen you in the Lord to learn forgiveness. If Jesus can forgive, if Jesus can forgive, if Jesus can forgive, we have no excuse. How do I strengthen the answer? Well, number one, we do it by forgetting. Number two, we do it by forgiving. Number three, we do it. Now watch this word and stay with me. We do it by faithfulness. By faithfulness. By faithfulness. Faithfulness to what? Well, number one, I would say this. Faithfulness to the Word of God. 
faithfulness to the Word of God. David faced times of discouragement in his life whenever you study his life out. David faced times that uh, we know that Saul came against him and, and tried to kill him. And, and boy, David faced a lot of difficult days in his life. And here's what the Bible said. Here's what David said in Psalms. He said that he encouraged himself in social media. No, he didn't say that. He encouraged himself on the boat fishing. No, he didn't say that, even though that will help you. He didn't say that he encouraged himself on the golf course. Paul played golf because he said, I finished my course. But anyway, he didn't say he encouraged himself there. You won't encourage yourself on the golf course, Brother Matt. You'll, you'll find yourself having to repent after you go to the golf course. But he didn't encourage himself on the golf course. Now, there's nothing wrong with those things. Here's what David said. He encouraged encouraged himself in the Lord. That's the way he encouraged himself. You want me to tell you something, man? There's days that I can be upset and I can be angry. And boy, I, every once in a while you just have a bad day. And you know what I can do, Brother Josh? I can either pick the Word of God up or I can turn the Bible on riding down the road. And I began, I start in the book of Psalms. Anytime I get like that, I begin listening to the book of Psalms. And usually by about chapter three or chapter four. Man, the Lord is settled down in that truck with me or wherever I'm at and God begins to encourage my heart. David encouraged himself in the Lord. You say, preacher, how do I strengthen my hands? Uh, preacher, how do I stay in this good work that a good God has put us into? You've got to be faithful to the Word of God. We've got to have the Word of God. There's just something about it. There's just something about it. I remember... A year ago, uh, a year ago this past week, um, or it's actually a year ago this week, our family was on vacation and we was at Atlantic um, Beach. Daddy says saved people goes to the coast and lost people goes to the beach. But uh, we was at Atlantic Beach. And, and I'll never forget one night I went to bed, and I've said a little bit about this, but I'll never forget one night I went to bed, and about midnight I woke up. Boy, when I woke up about midnight, it was like every demon in hell had come against me. I'll never forget it. Man, I got up, I walked around, I walked out on the, uh, the deck that overlooked the ocean. And, and, and man, I'm telling you, I have never in my life since then uh, or before then battled anything like that. I'll never forget, Brother Ramsey, I, I went back in there and I laid down in the bed and I got my earbuds out or ear pods out, them things you stick in your ear, and I put them in my ears. It's what Daddy would say is years. I put them in my ears and I turned the book of Psalms on. And about the 76th chapter is where I fell asleep at. And I tell you something, there's just something about the Word of God. I got up the next morning and, and I walked out on the deck and whenever I walked out, I picked up the phone. I called Brother Daryl Cox and I said, Preacher, I need to talk to you a minute. I've never battled anything like this. And boy, he helped me with some things. But let me tell you what helped me more than anything, the Word of God. Just stay faithful to the Word of God. I promise you that book right there will strengthen you. Amen. It'll strengthen you. You say, preacher, stay faithful to what? Stay faithful to the Word of God. But can I say this to you now? Stay faithful to the work of God. To the work of God. I love working for the Lord. I mean that. 
I, I mean that with all of my heart. I wouldn't take nothing for all the time that was spent in this building with the men of this church. I wouldn't take, man, you know, you tell you something, I learned some things about them and they learned some things about me. Somebody said amen right there. Who is that, Brother Tim? <laughs> we learn some things. Whenever you spend that much time with each other, you're going to. But boy, it's just something about the work of the Lord. Let me tell you what will help you be faithful to the work of the Lord. Not just the house of God, but the work of the Lord. I, I here in just a, uh, over the next week or two, we're going to begin uh, moving some things around in these renovations, and 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 we're going to tear the platform out in the old sanctuary. And you know, we're going to we're going to need some help to do that. We're going to need some help to do that. The biggest part of these renovations, we're going to do it ourselves besides the floor. And we're going to need some help on that. And you want me to tell you what to help you, men? Here's what to help you. When we start, then even ladies, hey, you can swing a sledgehammer. Amen. Well, ain't none of them say that. Kayla said amen. I guess she'll be the only one that shows up. You can bring coffee. Somebody say amen right there. You can bring some coffee and some cake to us. Let me tell you what will help you. Here's what will help you. Come to work day. Come to work day. And, and whenever you come, come with this mind. I'm just here to fellowship with my brothers and sisters in Christ. And if there's something I can do to help, I'll jump in there and do it. And if not, I, I'll never forget. We was building this platform right here. And um, whenever, whenever we started, I'm, I'm almost positive it's a platform. Wasn't it the platform that, that Wade pulled that chair up and sat out here? Or was it the framing of the walls? I think it was the pla it was a platform because he's the one that said, you can drive a bulldozer up on that thing and it won't fall down. Well, Brother Wade Gallion, man, I, 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 he may be watching tonight. I'm not being disrespectful. Can't hardly walk anymore. Shuffles his feet. Gets out of breath quick. He's not as young as he used to be. I remember a day when we went to the prayer rock over yonder on the side of the mountain and he beat all of us to the top of it in a pair of Walmart slippers. That's a truth. I'll never forget that. But Brother Wade got his chair. He got him, we got him a chair and he set that chair right there. And every time a board was going to be cut, he'd stand up. He'd look at Brother Tim back there. He'd look down at that tape measure. And he'd hold on to that board shaking. And there was a time or two, I didn't know if that board was going to be cut right or not, but Brother Tim, he'd get it steady. He'd cut that board, and Brother Wade would try his best to get that board shuffled over here to us. He sat here till probably 11.30 one night, us working on this platform. You know what he was doing? He was just strengthening himself in the Lord. He was just sitting with God's people, doing what he could. I'm telling you, I absolutely love work days. Years ago, we was working around the church, and we was planting flowers. As a matter of fact, we had poured that little sidewalk that used to come out to a, a little uh, a parking area that was right here back then, and uh, we was pouring that, and we was planting flowers, and we was pressure washing. Brother Joe was out there. And he walked up to me and he said, Preacher, can I tell you something? I don't even know if he remembers this or not. He said, can I tell you something? I said, what's that, Brother Joe? He said, don't ever stop this. He said, don't ever stop this. He said, this is what strengthens our church. He said, we need to know that we can fellowship together and we can labor together. You want to strengthen your hands for this good work tonight? 
be faithful to the work of God. Just be faithful to it. Just be faithful. You know what? I, I, I've enjoyed having a little bit of downtime, but I'm looking forward to getting back busy on some of these renovations. You know, let me tell you the reason why. I miss some of y'all. I, I do. I, I miss them nights, man. Of uh, uh, Man, they were some nights. We'd work in here. We'd start at 6 o'clock in the morning, and we'd work till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. We'd go home and die and get back up and do it all over again the next day. And let me tell you what it was. It strengthened us. It strengthened us. He said they strengthened their hands. How do we do it? Well, we do it by forgetting, by forgiving, by being faithful to the Word of God and the work of God, by being faithful to the worship of God. It's what we do. We gather here to worship the Lord, to worship the Lord, to worship the Lord. You know, that service you miss might be the very service that God was going to do something great in your life. It might be the very service that God was going to do something. I remember back years ago, um, Brother Aaron, or, or not Brother Aaron, but Brother Terry and Miss Lana Longworth, many of you know them. Um, we was in a meeting, and, and they were supposed to not come one night. And it was a revival. Matter of fact, he had a ball game. He played ball. I can't remember if it was Samuel or Aaron. I believe it may have been Samuel. He was supposed to have a ball game that night. They told him, said, look, we're going to go to the house of God tonight. He came to church with his mom and daddy that night, and that was the night that Samuel got saved. Now Samuel's a preacher. God's using him. You know what? What if they hadn't been faithful to the worship of God that night? What if they hadn't been faithful? That was the night that God was going to speak to their son and change his life. Now, I understand that God is a God of grace and may would have spoke to him again, but we're not promised that. We're not promised that. Some of the greatest, let me back up and rephrase that, the greatest memories that I have with my family has been at the house of God. My greatest childhood memories is not on a beach somewhere, it's not on a ball field somewhere. Daddy, he would. We went to, I think it was called Sunset Beach, and I don't even know if that's still a place. I'm sure it is, but we would go there. There was a couple in the church had a little trailer there, and 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 uh, us and uh, our family and then Brother Ken Price and his family, we'd all go stay in that little trailer together. Boy, we had a good time. We had a good time, and I played ball and enjoyed doing that. Let me tell you the greatest memories. Well, my dad, it's not hunting. It's not fishing. We've hunted together. We've killed big deer together. We've caught big fish together. Let me tell you the greatest memories that I have with my mom and my daddy is in the house of God, watching my mama sing, watching my daddy preach. Watch it. Hey, last night, last night, my nephew was there and presented his work and sung for us last night. I thought, what a joy it is to serve the Lord with your family. Hey, worship. Be faithful to worship. I'll give you one more and we'll be done. Oh, it's just 10 minutes till 8. I got another 45 minutes. Number one, how do we strengthen our hands? This is a good work tonight. We do it by forgetting. Number two, by forgiving. Number three, by being faithful. You know what the Bible said? Moreover, it's required of stewards that a man be found. What? Faithful. Just be faithful, man. Be in, you know what? It affects people when you're not in your place. Let me tell you, let me tell you some people that knows when you're not here. My girls. 
There's times that we'll sit down on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon for lunch or Sunday night for eggs and french fries. Somebody say amen for eggs and french fries. Or Wednesday night. And you know what? There's sometimes that Olivia and Victoria is not even up here, but they'll call the names of people that's not here. And I'm thinking, how did they know they wasn't there? They know, man. They see it. It affects people when we're not faithful. Number four tonight. Preacher, how do I strengthen my hands for this good work? By being fervent. What did the Bible say? The Bible said this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. May we be fervent in our prayer closet. May we be fervent. That, that word fervent is red hot. We don't only need to be fervent in our prayer closet. We need to be fervent in our praise in the congregation. Amen. I, I was thinking about this. I can't wait to that back to school meeting. You say, why? Because, son, I've seen it get slapped out of the banks at our church in that meeting. I've seen them run. I've seen them shout. I've seen them jump up on the pews. I've seen the preachers put their feet up on the platform or up on the pulpit while they's preaching. Son, the power of God, Paul, and people. I'll never forget that morning that John Dorsey preached on John 4 on worship. I'll never forget that. That place, there's two or three times people were shouting so loud, you couldn't even hear the preacher. And he'd just step back and he'd let them shout a while. Then he'd go back to preaching. They'd go to shouting and praising God. He'd step back and let them shout a while, and he'd go back to preaching. We're to be fervent in our praise for him. Now, here's what a lot of people says. Well, I just don't worship like you worship. Well, how do you worship then? You don't have to worship like I worship, but I do ask you that. How do you worship? How do you worship? I'm going to tell you something, man. Every once in a while, the Lord just gets to stir. And my daddy, my, the older my daddy gets, the more he vocally worships. But I'm going to tell you, as a boy growing up, I, I didn't see my daddy stand up and holler, amen. As a boy growing up, my daddy would start crying and my daddy would do this, shoo. That's what he'd do. He'd sit there and he'd cross his arms and he'd go, shoo. Just squall and cry. You know what he's doing? He's worshiping. He's worshiping. I, I'll never forget my granny, Barker. I heard her shout two or three times before she passed away. My granny, Barker, boy, God get to moving. Brother Brian is one of them old-time grandma shouts. Son, she cut loose to shout. It'd make your hair stand up on the back of your neck when she cut loose to shout. Amen. I, I, hey, how do you worship? I'm going to tell you, when God gets to moving in our heart, you know what I'm saying. There's just something there. It might be a tear. It might be a raised hand. It might be a shoe. But you know what I'm saying. There's just something about worship. And we ought to be fervent in our worship to the Lord, in our worship to Him. Amen. I, I thought about this. Madeline, come start playing softly if you don't care. I think, and, 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 and I'm not saying we've not had good services because we've had good services. God has given us some great services since we've been in this building. He has. Man, the Spirit of God's been free. I've had liberty to preach. The men that's preached for us said they couldn't believe the liberty to preach in a new building. 
But I think if we're not careful, we will allow the newness and the biggerness to hinder our praise. I've watched the choir singing. I'm going to preach right here for just a minute. But I've noticed they hadn't been quite as much of hands going up. Quite as much of singing like you once did. Just because we're in another building and there's more people don't mean we quit praising God. Hey, look, we're not singing for the people sitting here. We're singing for the, the, the God that gave his life for us. That's what, that's, that's what we're singing for. We're not, hey, I'm not preaching tonight for you. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not pastoring for you. I'm preaching and I'm pastoring because God called me to do this. You know what? When we stand and sing, may we be fervent in our singing. May we realize that we're singing to the God of heaven. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, is what he said. May we do it with all of our heart. When we play an instrument, may we do it with all of our heart. When we teach a Sunday school class, may we do it with all of our heart. Let's strengthen ourselves. You know what? When you do it with everything in you and you go sit down and you know I've given everything that I've got, that strengthens you. I'm telling you, it does. I, 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 I can't explain this, but I'm going to say it. You wouldn't believe how much God's helped my mind the past three days working at the church. Hadn't been nobody here the past two days, but Miss Leslie and I, Miss Vicky worked with us a while today. I'm back backslid now, but no, I'm just picking. But I just turned some good godly music on. If, and I'm not saying other music's not godly, but if you want just some good music just, just, that's, that's just calming and that'll help you. You look up Piles Anderson College. You look up West Coast Baptist College and, 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 and listen. Listen to that music, man. I just got in there, Brother Stan. I turned that on. And I closed the door. I got that sheetrock mud out, Brother Tim. Matter of fact, you left the, the putty knife inside of it last time you used it. There's a little thing on the top that you can put that on, and, and it won't be all nasty when you stick your hand down there, but I'm going to forget it and move on, okay? I got that out, then I had to go wash it to even use it because I was going to have it all over me before it even got started. I got in there, and I went to patching them holes up. Man, I went to sanding them. Me and Miss Leslie went and got some paint. I got in there to paint, and man, I'm just telling you something. It strengthened me, Brother Josh, to think about how good the Lord is. And that he, Brother Aaron, he lets me do this. I get to do this. I get to serve the Lord. I get to read my Bible. I get to pray. I get to do this. I get to. Amen. David said this, I strengthen myself 
in the Lord. How do we strengthen ourselves? How do let's just forget? Just, you say, well, preacher, there's somebody in here that I, I got a little grudge again. Let's just forget it. Let's just forget it. Let's just, well, preacher, I just don't know. Let's just forget it. Let's forgive. Amen. Let's be faithful and let's just be fervent. Sunday morning choir, when you stand up to sing, blow the back doors open on the church. When you stand up to sing, remember, I'm not singing for Brother Matt. I'm not singing for Brother Matt. I'm singing for God. I'm singing for God. When you play that instrument, I'm playing this for God. When I stand up to preach Sunday morning, may I remember that I'm not preaching for you. I'm not pre I'm preaching for Him, the God of glory that gave His life for me. Let's be fervent and be in fervent. I promise you, you will strengthen your hands for this good. It will help you to be fervent.